Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss music, books, movies, and stuff. Today, we are discussing Star Trek Into Darkness. This was another film in that Star Trek trilogy, which I just reviewed Star Trek Beyond from. This is also by J.J. Abrams, just so everyone knows, the same person who did the more recent versions of Star Wars, the films. This one I did not like nearly as well as Star Trek Beyond. I mean, Star Trek Beyond we coasted into semi-greatness with. Star Trek Into Darkness, it just, it wasn't as good. Um, mainly because, number one, there was some adult content in Anna's opinion with Captain Kirk and his personal behavior, which I just don't think should have been in film. And number two... Um, Khan was shown to be way too daunting, to be quite honest. Um, his, um, Khan's violence toward other people in this production, I think, was a little too much. And I would definitely not recommend watching this film with kids. Basically, this story is about a character named Khan, which is some people know from the original Star Trek, um, series and movies, was a character in that series, or, excuse me, the made, um, the movies that were made after the series. Um, those are some of my least favorite movies also of Star Trek, is the one about the Wrath of Khan. It's just way too violent and gory. But basically, this is about a genetically enhanced human who is brought back to life from a frozen state to give information to a member of Starfleet on how to better fight battles in the future. Um, this was a very bad decision to wake up this individual because he basically has no moral compunction. He is built to destroy worlds, literally, with the people who were created like him, who were genetically enhanced. Um, he is played by Benedict Cumberbatch, who I think did a great job of playing a really bad dude. Um, I personally like Benedict for his work in the Sherlock series. Brilliant work there. One of the best Sherlock Holmes ever. This story basically follows Captain Kirk trying to go and retrieve Khan, who has killed um, a bunch of officers at Starfleet, who has also destroyed a secret base area on earth in london it's just he's caused a lot of trouble but what kirk finds out during this journey is that yeah khan is a bad guy i mean no one can deny he is quite a terrible human being however he's not really the worst character in this production it's actually the starfleet captain who woke up khan who is really the one to blame more than anyone else in this whole storyline because he is thirsty for war because they've had too much peace basically and so this whole production is about how do we stop a extremely genetically enhanced human being who we do not have the same capabilities of them we're not going to be able to outmaneuver them we're not going to be able to outwit them we have to figure out something else and actually, Spock goes and talks to his future self about Khan, who basically gives him a little more information on him. Says, you know, this was one of the worst enemies I ever faced, Spock. And because of that, you're going to have to be really careful because this Khan will stop at nothing to 
protect his crew and to destroy the worlds. And so with that in mind, Spock has a brilliant idea of basically taking the people out of these bombs that Kam has built and then saying that he has given back the crew members to Khan and basically a exchange of hostages. And instead, he removes them from the area and he blows up Khan's ship. Now, unfortunately, Khan escapes and goes back to Earth and Spock has to battle him on Earth in this very dramatic um, battle on these flying ships. And also, Kirk has to come help as well as O'Hara. At the end of the day, they are able to get Khan back into containment, basically, and they have to use some of his blood because Kirk had to go into a highly irradiated area to save the ship from destruction and therefore got way too much radiation in his system to survive as a regular human being. In order to save him, they take some of Khan's blood and put that injected into Kirk, which after a few weeks makes him come back um, to normal daily activities. This series, I think this trilogy overall, Star Trek Beyond, totally awesome, but again, this episode is way too dark in Anna's opinion and way too violent as well. So this is just not one of my favorites. I would probably not even rate this one even a one because of certain aspects regarding the violence of Khan and also the extremely bad um, relationships of Captain Kirk in this episode. Now I will completely say I have always thought Captain Kirk is kind of one of those um, really there are many words you could use to describe him. Whatever word you're thinking of would probably work quite well, and we're going to try to keep this kid friendly. But Captain Kirk is not one of the most likable characters on Star Trek, mainly because of his um, not being able to handle personal relationships well. Now, as a ship captain, I think he does pretty okay, unless there's a nice-looking alien girl in the room. But, you know, anyway... Overall, I'm not even rating this one, but I am doing a review on it since we did happen to watch it this week, this last weekend with Star Trek Beyond. And with that is my review of Star Trek Into Darkness. Check it at the round table. Bye. Also, little addendum. The other reason I did not enjoy this production is because Spock and O'Hara throughout this trilogy are seen as being a couple, which kind of made sense to me on many levels if you watch the original series. I'm going, that made sense quite a bit. I mean, it's totally understandable that that wouldn't have worked out in the long run. But the thing that I did not like about this episode was there are many scenes throughout where O'Hara is basically bickering and nagging at Spock. And it's really quite... Um, not pleasant to watch, to be quite honest. Now, I will say her reasons for being upset at Spock are totally legitimized. However, given his his bent, there's no way that he could have done anything different. Like, O'Hara is mad because Spock told on Captain Kirk that Captain Kirk came to save him in a volcanic eruption when he was um, basically obliterating his need for the Prime Directive. 
Um, Spock had to be honest in his report. I mean, Vulcans really can't be, they can't lie. It's not possible. And so Ahira is mad at him because Kirk got demoted during this period because of that. But honestly, I think, you know, O'Hara needs to sit back from this and go, yeah, it's unfortunate that Kirk got demoted. But at the end of the day, there's really nothing that could have been done differently regarding how Spock related to that. And I really don't like, you know, we don't need to show couples nagging each other on film. I mean, no offense. I figure, you know, you got a problem. Could deal with it. Talk it over over a cuppa. Or, you know, break up and don't talk about it. But either way, there's no need to be sitting there nagging at one another or one-sided, actually, because Spock really doesn't have the ability to nag. No offense, it's not possible. So O'Hara is sitting there on one side going, yay, and you're going, you know, it really doesn't help with the plot line, and it's very disruptive to the story, to be quite honest. So I really did not like that aspect of this as well, overall, because it's very... Anyway, Anna just doesn't think nagging is really something we need to be perpetuating in film. There's enough of that in real life um, between couples, and we don't need to be showing it on film. Especially, I mean, the Vulcan with O'Hara, I mean... Nagging is kind of a pointless exercise with Vulcans. So anyway, with that is my review of Star Trek Into Darkness. Check it at the round table. Bye!